Got anything else? I well, man, you 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 just it's been a great hang. Yeah, uh, it's been Joe. great. Man, I'm I, glad I, you guys I, are doing this. I, I think you know, uh, for our guitar nerds, you want you want to go out talking about your uh, your guitar ner- nerddom as far as like uh, you know, you, you you tend to post a lot of uh, repair photos and whatnot, things going on, and setups, and uh, maybe yeah, we can give um, you know, we, I, I just saw on Facebook your. What's that? A forties, like late forties. Uh, so that's uh, yeah, that's my Epi. Um, that is a forty-eight, um, nineteen forty-eight ep- Epiphone. I always get this mixed up. Delec- Deluxe Zephyr Regent, Goodness. or is it Regent Zephyr <laughs> Deluxe? I don't know. Um, it was um, pre Gibson ownership of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Epiphone. Way pre yeah. pre Gibson. These you know people. I guess a lot of people who are our guitarists are interested in it. See a lot of people see the Epiphone as like a uh, like a like a like a sub brand, sure, or a second right. brand, a lower tier. I mean, that's what it kind of is. Br- it is what now. it is now. now. Yeah. yeah, but it actually was a um, it was a company that was uh, run by a Greek family hmm. that came over here in like 1900. Wow, and like this man came. I can't. I can't remember. It's a very. It's a Greek name. I can't remember how do you pronounce it. But, and then his sons took over, and they were in New York, um, and they ran the business until like I think they sold in the mid fifties. Yeah, or or maybe even early fifties. I can't remember. They sold to Gibson, and then and then the fifties Gibsons are actually really great because mm-hmm. they were made in Kalamazoo. But Beatles then after a while, yeah, of course, yeah, right. the casino that John Lennon played. Yeah. Um, but eventually they became this like you know second tier thing but um mine was built in 48 and they were like a premier especially in the 30s and 40s they were a premier guitar uh manufacturer for a lot of your top flight professionals especially in new york mm-hmm. like your radio guys in or recording uh, uh, music, uh guitarists and they but they specialized in in um arch tops you know which i love and um this is an uh uh probably a mid-level arch top they made. And uh, the cool thing about the guitar is that I have this instrument. This is the one I made uh, our, my record on with, Where's mm-hmm. Joe. And it was, I bought it from a guy in North Carolina and um, he had put, in fact, I think you could still like Google and see the, the post um, on like Reverb. But he, um, he said it had been owned by a guy named Jerry Jewett who was in the Tommy Duncan band. And Tommy Duncan was the co-creator of the whole Western, Texas Western swing thing mm-hmm. with Bob Wills. He was the singer in the band. Wow. wow. So Tommy, it was like, actually, Tommy Duncan and Bob Wills started the band kind of together, and, mm-hmm. and he was the singer, you know? He sang all those songs. And he had his own projects, too. And um, so this guitar, I mean, I don't have, like, actual documentation to prove any of this, per se. I mean, there's a, uh, there was a... Um, there was a website that was actually talking about my guitar, or a blog post, and this guy who did it claimed he had a photo of this man with this instrument in like a group right. photo with Tommy Duncan, and I was like, I, I emailed or a po- I think I just posted. I was like, can you send me this? Or but right. I never heard back. You know, I'm still still trying to find an actual picture of the instrument. It'd be incredible, but. Um, but it has some, it's clearly like, you know, it's one of those guitars where when I got it, it was like kind of like a wounded animal. Oh, wow. It was like the dang thing had like clearly <laughs> played a billion gigs and like was just like kind of beat up. And um, uh, we have a wonderful repair guitar, guitar repair uh, fellow here in town named Bobby Scobie and at, at Mart Music. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he got this thing. 
you know, we you did a refret or what you know, the little metal, you know, for non-guitarists. There's these things on the on the on the on the fretboard um, called frets, and he had to remove those and he put new ones and he he really dialed it in and set it up and and then this thing is I noticed the other uh, it was actually now it's been six months ago um, that the neck was coming off oh, of gosh. the guitar. Oh man! And you know he's so backed up. I was like, don't take your time because I just gotten a new a really great new instrument a fifty one ES one twenty five. Uh, that I've been playing my, all my, you know, jazz gigs with. And um, so I was like, I've got this thing, and I'm, I'm really falling in love with it. I'm playing it a lot, so take your time. And he, he did. He, he, he's really taking his time. He just got to it <laughs> the other day, and he took the neck, and probably the post you're referring to, he took the neck off, which took like two hours. I mean, he's got, and he developed this new, because to, to steam off a neck, on a, it's a real delicate thing yeah. to do. And what we learned that is when it had, it had had a neck reset before, and they like, kind of screwed it up Ugh. and like damaged some of the the wood and then they did a repair job to fix that and then and it was like okay work but not great and then they, when they put it back on they didn't they didn't really put it on the best so it's been actually it's going to be better <laughs> but it's going to take a lot some time to get it dialed in and and that's what you know you deal with when you're in a, I don't know if you're, I know you're a big uh, guitar um, gearhead, but like when you're dealing with vintage instruments, you're almost like car, vintage cars. You right. just don't know what you're going to get yourself yeah. involved in, especially right. if you're buying something online. Yeah. And you get it, and it could look great in the picture, and then you get it, and then under the hood, there's all kind of things happening. Um, the 125 I just bought, I got it, it is like mint condition. It's like mm -hmm. the opposite. Yeah, of the of the epi that I have, it's like it looks brand new. Wow. It's like been sitting under someone's bed. Oh gosh, and 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 it doesn't have all those gigs under its belt. It's mm -hmm. like a, a, a an instrument from the fifties. It's like you know, like you can. It's almost like needs to get broken in again. You know, which is pretty cool. Um, and so, but I bought it and didn't know whether I was gonna which right. direction that was gonna go. I, mm -hmm. I, and in fact, I. I got it for such a good deal when I got the guitar, the the, the Gibson. I, ca I called the guy. I was like, dude, what? why did you sell this to me so cheap? Like, this thing's like brand new. He's like, well, I just wanted you. I wanted you, you know, I, I sell to players, you know. Wow. And, and I wanted, you know, I give a, a good price. I was like, this is like less than half Jeez. of what mm. you could have got for it. Um, but I'm really thankful to have that. Um, and, you know, for the most part, those are my two, like, jazz boxes. And then, really, for all my soul gigs, um, I'm not a big gearhead. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of like one of those guys. It's like whatever, what works and what's functional and what causes the least amount of mm -hmm. issue. Right. Um, but for all, like most of my soul gigs, I use a, just a, a Telecaster that is that I sort of put together. Me yeah. and Bobby, the, the the guitar pair guys, helped immensely um, put this thing together, and it's just it's become my go to. Mm -hmm instrument i use it for pretty much um most of like my soul gigs or whatever you know classic blues gigs like yeah. llo or Lo Lo love light orchestra i use it with um i also have a really great um heritage um semi hollow body or semi yeah semi hollow body guitar uh that is cool because it's kind of a hand-me-down through two really great guitar players in town it was bought 
Heritage is a company that was started in the original Gibson Kalamazoo factory when mm-hmm. Gibson moved to Nashville in the uh, early 80s. This guitar was um, bought here in Memphis at AMRO by Charlton Johnson, who's a great guitar player from Memphis, uh, who played with like Count Basie. He's currently in Dee Dee Bridgewater's band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in Bobby Blue Bland's band for years and yeah. years and years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a killer um, player. Killer player. And he he bought the guitar, and then he sold it to another killer guitar player in town named Gerard Harris. <laughs> who, <laughs> Gerard. <laughs> who's a friend of mine, a teacher and friend of mine, who I used to watch with Charlie Wood after Calvin left. Um, and then he sold it to me, golly, probably 15 years ago. And I use that thing a lot, too. I used it with the City Champs, made all the City Champs records with it. Yeah, yeah. And um, those are probably my main axes. I've got like a G&L telly that I'll use for some like contemporary stuff. Like mm-hmm. if I'm doing like a contemporary soul gig or R&B gig or rock gig, I'll use that. But yeah. for the most part, those are the main instruments that I uh, go to. So you, you, you didn't get sucked into like pedal world? You know, you're like a big pedal guy? I'm you know? not a big pedal guy, though. I do have pedal moments. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm like, like for right now, I'm looking for like, I'm really itching to find a really good, like, um, l- mid late sixties fuzz. Hmm. I'm looking. So I'm like, I'm been scouring, um, the internet and doing research for that. I'm not, I don't use a lot of effects. Yeah. I mean, I don't use a lot of like, uh, oscillating. I mean, I'll use classic oscillate, you know, like tremolo, mm-hmm. Or um, vibrato. I've got like a magnetone thing I like to use. Like I like that sound. Um, I don't use a lot of delays in the music I play. I don't play a lot of like contemporary rock music or like I don't. I'm not. I'm not doing a church gig right now. Um, when I did, I, you know, you really have to have. You guys oh, know. Gosh. Yeah. You know the delay. Yeah. Thing. Oh, and yeah. I'm so bad at it. Like it. <laughs> yeah, it like makes my brain like. Eh, I don't. You're almost becoming a keyboardist. I, I bought, uh, I know, bought a yeah. fancy delay, and yeah. and I just leave it on analog mode, and well, just and just give give myself a little bit, you know. And, then, and I'm like, why do I have this fancy thing that yeah. does all this stuff, you know? And really, I just is it the Strymon? No, it's not that. I mean, it's the DD7, you okay. know. But it, there's oh, a okay. lot of lot of options on it, you know. And, yeah. and I, I kept messing with it, and I was like, I'll never be able to figure this out on the stage. <laughs> do you know? Like, well, there's there's a guy at Mart Music named Andrew. Do you know him? Uh, he's a great. He's a church guitar player, and he's like. He's got multiple delays, and they work against each other. And it's yeah. like he really knows how to dial that stuff in. He's he's and really it's really good cool, and but, it's really it can be very cool. And it's just something that like I haven't spent because it's like let me see, do I spend time on that or <laughs> right. could I like learn this? I'm I'm kind of in a moment, as you said <laughs> right now. I, I'm in one of those moments, and, yeah. I, and I have been for a while. And but you know I'll you know I'll be tracking or or whatever, and and realize that. None of them are on, you know. By the time I figured out what I wanted right. to sound like, and then I get through a couple tracks, well, I'm, my like, theory, I'm like, "There's not." <laughs> well, my thing on that is, and I and I, there's there's I know I don't know if you know David Kowser, and I know if he's 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 a great. I've met him a couple times, yeah. Local guitar player, and I, for I trying to I've, get him on the show, as a matter he would right. be great. Yeah. I, he's he uh, he. I've heard him kind of espouse this as well. Like, get and I've told students this too. It's like get a really great amplifier, mm-hmm. and there's a whole that's a whole thing. You know, really understanding how to use an amplifier. You know, what the, t- like, I would prefer to spend more time, like, getting nerdy on, like, 
tubes and yeah. resistors and val- you know resistor values. And luckily, I have a really great uh, uh, amp person and speakers and speaker compliments and really get that dialed in and have a great instrument and understand more about you know pickups and yeah. and get that super dialed in. Mm-hmm. Get your sound just right. straight into the amplifier. Make sure that's good. And if you want to start to implement effects as they're necessary, mm-hmm. like then, and this is what I say to a professional, like then that that's okay. That's, that's good. That's a good thing. And if you need to start to put in oscillating effects or like flanging effects or whatever, mm-hmm. then you start to do that. But just to like pile a bunch of effects, <laughs> like that's going to save you or make you <laughs> right. sound good. Right. I'm here to tell you it's just not going to do it. And, and, and the other thing is I'll say about that is for me, all of my heroes, a lot of them are, you know, early and mid 20th century musicians. And, man, they just didn't really much use right. stuff. They just, right. I mean, it's just Pl- like. Plug in and go. It's just yeah. a great guitar and hands into a killer, cool old Fender Tweed amp and right. make it happen and and then use your wits and your musicality. I did a uh, I remember doing like I had a solo on some re- I think it might have been one of John I think it was John's record John Namath's record and I got so many people on this one cut we did um, look what pedal is that <laughs> I was like man no it's not a pedal that's it's a three thirty five into a vibra chant we turned it all the way up and <laughs> right. recorded it that's it there's no Effects. Right. What pedal is that? Man, that's not a pedal. It's an amplifier. You turn it up. You turn it all the way up. That's and, awesome. And uh, you'd be surprised on how many records, you know, that we love um, are just, you know, like all those great Zeppelin records are like little amps. You know, right. like, you know, mm-hmm. great gain is just turn it up and get a really great, you know, and the other thing is get a great mic. Yeah. We did an overdub the other day and it was just like, we were going through different guitars and amps, and it was like, man, can we try that, Mike? And it was like, oh, boom. Wow. Yeah. It was just, you, it, and it wasn't a pedal. The yeah. pedal wasn't going to save us. Right. Um, but that said, I, you know, I have my moments, you know, where it's like, uh, um, you know, all the Strymon stuff is just blows me away. Yeah. You know, like how great they're. Like that flint thing. There's a pedal they make because I oh the like, flint is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. And when I so when I travel overseas, you know, it's hard. That's the other thing. It's like, am I going to take a bunch of stuff? Right. But like you know, we I play backline amps, and you know the reverb didn't work, or the tremolo is not great. And I, you know, when you're playing Memphis soul music, you got to have a great tremolo, you know, for the yeah. ballads, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have that there. I just don't even worry about whether or not. The if the reverb or tremolo works on the amplifier because I yeah. usually backline with a super or a deluxe, generally. So, you know, I'll take that. But I mean, wh- I don't. And then maybe like a little booster or something to like, you know, if you want to, you got the solo and you want. Yeah. But I'm not like using like, you know, metal zone pedals for a solo band. You just, um, that's not gonna work. So, um, maybe something to 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 just push the amp a little bit, but that's pretty much it for that kind of music, yeah. you know? Cool. And, and for, and for, um, and for my band stuff, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's just a really great guitar through, I've been using, um, I've been on a Gibson amp thing lately. I've, huh. I've got, uh, I've got a couple, I've got a, um, a GA5, a fifties, I think it's a 56 GA5, which is really a small, 
five watt amp. Is that the stereo one? The it's not stereo. No, okay. it's just it looks like a little like a champ. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Okay. And then I have a GA twenty. I guess it's more akin to a deluxe. Um, it's a I think it's like a fifty eight or nine. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cool thing about those is you know the the Fender fifties tweed amps are are just so expensive now. They're like. Right. They're just almost price. They price professionals out in a way because yeah. because they're collectible, right? Um, but the Gibson ones are still affordable. You can buy them, and they're not going to break the bank. I mean, I got right. the GA five for like four hundred bucks, and it sounds incredible. I take it to my um, brunch gig every wow. week. Wow, cool! Come and they the first time I did it, it was like they kind of laughed at me. It's like that's your amp, <laughs> really? And it was like. And then, you know, after the, that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what is that? You know, yeah, man. You know, it's. So it, do you know the jazz gig? The, the, I do. The five water? I, I do. So and, you it know. It doesn't break up too much? It or? does. And, yeah. like, that's the thing. But a pleasing way. I like that. I, I, um, I know, you know, there's, there's, there's an, in, 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 and I know, um, I know John would appreciate this. It's like in the jazz world, jazz guitar world. This is some real nerdy stuff. We're okay. To yeah. You guys. Um, is this idea of like the sort of the the clean, delayed, mm -hmm. kind of rolled off tone thing. And then, but I've always been a fan of sort of the drier kind of, I'm getting more into the sort of breakup. That's like kind of the, uh, the objective partly of the, of the record that I did as is like, I love all those sounds that like, you know, Bill Jennings was getting where like he's playing bebop lines and the guitars kind of, growling a little mm -hmm. bit I yeah, that, yeah that's great I, I just get off on that because it's like that really has more of the sack because i love saxophone players i probably mm -hmm. listen to more saxophone players and guitar players these days i don't really mm -hmm. listen to a lot of guitar players anymore and then to get that kind of thing i want to sound like gene ammons man mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and so but you know there's so many wonderful guitar players that are doing doing the 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 opposite that have the kind of post um I don't know, Kurt Rosenwinkel thing, you know, where it's like that all the delays, all the real wet sound. But sure. then now, you know, with, I think with, um, with Julian Lodge's work, he's been doing, you know, I saw him in Arkansas a few years ago and he was playing a telly through a, through a, through mm -hmm. a champ or something, like a little Fender kind of five watt amp yeah. and making it growl. And it was awesome. I was mm. like, yeah, man, that's, I'm back and forth in those worlds. I mean, I you know yeah. I like the kind of wet sound and everything, but but yeah, I'm with you on the growl. You know, like I want to, you know, I want to hear the amp work a little bit. I want to hear yeah. the amp work a little bit. I don't want it just to sound like a synthesizer. And the whole rolling <laughs> off the tone thing is like one of my. Oh, yeah, God, it's it kind a, of warm. Like, and I'm Pat Metheny. I love. He was, I'm a huge fan, but like for me, I mean, you got to find your. And it goes back to the really the first thing we were talking about. It's like you're you're making choices. Yeah. Sure. And and I think. That doesn't mean that the choices you're not making are bad. They're just these are the choices that you're that are more fitting for what you're trying to express mm -hmm. at this specific moment. You know, that doesn't mean that, you know, in five to ten years or, you know, the Lord willing, I'm around, you know, that I might not um do something different or whatever, but like for right now, like that's what's kind of getting yeah. going is like and it was funny, I had a I have a, I have a, a a kid, there's a kid in German in Frankfurt who's like taking some online or uh, yeah online lessons from me and um, he's like he's like I was noticing seeing your the tones it's different for me than the, I like because he's like a young guy and he's listening to all the delayed yeah. thing right. and he's like like there, it was like kind of revelatory he's been listening to my record and very complimentary he's like it's like dry and breaking up I'm like 
he's like, well, maybe that's a thing. And I'm like, dude, that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't invent that, brother. Uh, it was We're going to do this again in five years. You're going to be like, you know, right. dotted eight delays with cathedral verb. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and I love, you know, I was been listening to, you know, um, uh, uh, I've been checking out uh, that Ari Honig, this drummer, Ari Honig is great drummer, jazz drummer. And he does all this like rhythmic uh, I got like a book of his rhythmic stuff. He's su- such a great educator. But his guitar player, um, he's his, what's the, I always mess with it, Gilad Hexelman. Um, you know this cat? He's a no, great no, New York so. guitar player. You can check him out, you'd love him. Yeah. In fact, I think he's coming here on the 30th mm. with, uh, with a band, um, a guy named John Reynolds. He'll mm. be here and you should okay. check him out. Oh, wow. amazing. And Gilad is like the, the, the delay. Yeah. Make the guitar sound like a keyboard, you know, synth thing. But when he does it, it's amazing. Yeah. Like he's amazing. Like he's an incredible, gifted um, artist. But it's like, uh, for what I want to do, it's it's something, you know, it's where I'm at right now. And and I'm, but I'm always willing to, you know, th- rethink it. You know, why not? Absolutely. I just kind of like that direct kind of thing where. The guitar, like if if it gets too like drippy with me, it I sometimes my I don't know it like it doesn't have the same sort of impact mm-hmm. to me viscerally the tone the immediacy sound, the immediacy if you it's know? just sort of like washed yeah and, but you know I mean again it depends on what the the composition speaks to you know too yeah. and the kind of music you're playing um so there's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of factors that you have to address into how your sound is. And for me, like sound, I don't know about you, but like, I think rhythm maybe first, but you know, timbre and sound are like what a way up there on what, how I re interact with music. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are records that, and especially growing up, you know, as a kid and not quite understanding what was going on, but I just knew I liked the sound. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know what the hell's going on right now, but I love the sound of this. Well, you know, I've always thought, I mean, once, once you have, like, any artist that you listen to, you know, once you're able, not just because you've heard the recordings a million times, but, you know, out of out of the that context, and, and you can say, that's that person. Right. Yeah. That's super important. It is. You and, know, and- it, it's not. A, I don't think it's an ego thing necessarily. It's just like you know that that's such a part of that person's voice, and their you know it becomes their identity. Where you know it doesn't matter what kind of guitar or sometimes what kind of amp they play through. You know, it's like for Zell. yeah, it's mm. okay. That's that person. You know, you know every it, time. it's yeah. every time, no matter what the gear is. And I don't know if that's like, and without sounding like a grumpy old man, it's like <laughs> I, I see like a lot of kids that like they just want to. There's just, I don't know if it's the whole, there's YouTube, you know, like just trying to sound like, they all sound the same. It's like, there's this yeah. whole thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to sound, and I guess there's a, there's a sort of a market incentive to do. It's like, if you're being hired, they want, you could be, you know, the, the artist or the, the, the band leader might want you to sound like they want that thing they're familiar with. Yeah. And I get that. Um, but I also appreciate, you know, scenes or eras where it was actually you were incentivized to be an individual mm. so we want we want something that sticks out we want something that's not the same thing um in the copycat copycat uh 
thing. So, um, but you know that can make it harder on your pocketbook because if you're if you're too far out, then you're gonna if you're trying to be a side man, a side person, right. um, you're the person working for wants to feel comfortable mm-hmm. knowing that you sound like that thing on the record or the or. Or, you know, the, the best is when you, I don't know if you've done this, you're following someone in a band, you're like the, there's been a the guitar player in the band or whatever instrument, um, and you're replacing someone and they're used to the other way. Right. Like, you got to put yourself aside. And, yeah. yeah. And you're like, well, it's a tough dynamic. It's a tough decision because you're like, well, I got to do my thing. I can't, I can't cop completely what yeah. he or she's doing. But so, so there is that sideman decision and then and then and then there's when you're doing your own thing then finding your own voice which i think is more interesting and more fun is yeah. finding your own way and your own sound and doing that through through the things we're talking about like you know gear or whatever but also through composition and um you know actual musical choices mm-hmm. you know i i play just a little guitar but i just got hip to uh Ariel Posen I'm not hip to Ariel. So Pozen. yeah, so he's There's so many great players. Now. Slide player, but he. Uh, oh, okay. He, 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 oh wait a minute, I know who he, he is. does. That, yes. I don't know if I said his name right, but yes. he, he 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 has seventeens. Right. He tunes, I just he, got hip to he him. He tunes down to a standard B. Huh. Yes. So it's so it's like baritonish, but not quite. But it's still same. He's like it's like a t- uh, strat. Yeah. No, he's and, and 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 just that just that guttural lower yeah, yeah voicing totally his own thing. I, I, I was being a bass player. I thought, oh, that's that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, because it's getting like closer to your register. right. You know, it's like what a guttural, cool sound. Well, he has a know? sound that I've, I immediately was like, man, this guy's probably listened to like some Rye Cooter because he has. Yeah, his slide work is really cool. Yeah, yeah. and Rye is like such a hero too. I mean, he's mm. such a uh, an individual and you know someone that was like taking aesthetics and established things and mm-hmm. really putting his own stamp and those are the like those are the best yeah you know? like we're like they're like this is original voice but i hear the influences right that's so cool and i think unique and and um i'm not rare maybe kind of rare i guess actually like where you're like this is a this is a original voice yeah but i'm hearing where you're coming from, but it's you've coalesced all this stuff into, and I mean, you know, just in particular, I don't know Ariel's work as much, but like with Rye, it's like he has a huge uh, encyclopedic knowledge and array of music that mm-hmm. he has really studied, right? You know, from all over the world, yeah. you know, from. African folk music and South American folk. He did, of course, uh, Buena Vista Social Club. That, that, that was that was mind-blowing when that came out. Have you heard that Manuel Gabron record he made, the guitar player from the band, and he produced a, actually, it? Mm-hmm. is so good. I actually caught the, the keyboardist uh, before he Ibrahim, passed. Ibrahim. Uh, yeah, his, his, it, was just be- it was just beautiful. Beautiful. Just lovely. You just like. That record, gosh. the guitar player from the record, uh, from that band that he produced a record on, that, um, that, um, Ry Cooter produced a record on is really fantastic. Wow. Yeah, check Because it's that music, it's that right. song, that Cuba, Cuba, Cuban music, that Afro-Cuban music with an telly. Wow. Uh, which is really neat. And yeah. Then, and then Cooter's playing slide with it. They're, and they work together really well. And then it's like, it sounds like they're just in a room live. You know, it's mm-hmm. very, the, the verb on it is very That's rich and, and great. But, but um, yeah, I mean, those are the, 
the newer, there's so many incredible guitar players now mm-hmm. that are, and, and, and then there's like the YouTube kind of lick right. guitar, the Instagram heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And, but there's also some just really great, like you can tell, uh, um, brilliant, um, artists, voices yeah. that are, that are creating composition. Yeah. And we, that's what it's to me the most exciting. That's cool. Rather than just like, I mean, lit, hot licks are great too. Yeah. Um, who doesn't was, love hot licks, right? <laughs> but uh, that was an instructional video line, right? No, the, no that was like, a whole. Yeah, that was yeah, a whole genre licks. of like. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It was a whole. Right. And I had them. I had those tapes. Um, Danny Gatton is the one I remember. Oh, oh yeah, man, that's yeah. Mm. Did was he like the intimidator? What was his name? The the humbler. Humbler, right? Yeah, right, humbler. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> but God, he would have thrived in today's Instagram universe. Man. Can you imagine that guy just oh, like gosh. one minute? ripping you know mm. but the um but yeah the artists that are actually making interesting um like for instance like you were talking about this area have you heard have you heard blake mills no this guy oh my lord i mean you're talking about an incredible he's kind of like a post cooter you can tell right cooter but he's you know he produced the I second um alabama shakes record so he's actually like mm. producing and making original like Composing, oh, songwriting, nice. like that's to me. Ex- I, I really just discovered. Uh, I just discovered Madison Cunningham. I don't know Madison. She, she sings like Joni Mitchell, wow. and, she, and she plays like like Pat Metheny. Oh wow! Like, There's so many incredible like, women she's like right 22. now. Twenty two. Yeah, she's just. Killing it, yeah. There's a there's a there's a there's a gal who's a jazz guitar player on on Instagram named Jocelyn Gould, mm-hmm. who's f- incredible, like bebop. Hmm incredible guitar player and then she sings and you're like man <laughs> alright do you have how much more talent can you possibly right. have yeah. uh, have you heard Molly Tuttle no oh my lord Molly Tuttle is like the like bluegrass flat picking super incredible virtuoso right now that everybody wow. we, she was at the last year we did the Edmonton Folk Festival and she was there I got to see a little bit of her and um, and yeah, Google Molly Tuttle, man, wow! And then she plays mandolin. She plays like, of course, banjo and mandolin. Oh, yeah. But her voice, and then you hear her sing, and you're like, Ugh. that's what. Those are the people that kill me. Actually, it's like you can be the the most hot lit guitar player, right? But then if you got a vo- voice with it, because that's what I'm so jealous of, because I want to be a singer. <laughs> um, I'm just like, Ugh. right? That's what I'm. That's what. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm more like, if I'm envious, guitar envious, it's really, it's not even guitar players, it's, it's guitar players who sing so Can good. Can sing, that's yeah. great. Because, um, uh, yeah, anyway. Joe, man, we covered a ton of ground yeah, today. Yeah, man. This, we, was, this was killing. Yeah, this was fun. This is what I, this is what I hoped it was going to be, and it was. Yeah, it was fun, man. I, I'm glad and, you guys and, are doing this. And not Joe Ristivo. No. Joe Restivo. Not Restivo. Joe Restivo. <laughs> Restivo. There was someone who called me, like, did, a, you know, one of those, uh, it was like 9 o'clock. She was like, Joe Restivo? I was like, not only did you screw my name up, it's 9 o'clock. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. Thank you so much for hanging out yeah, with us. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. This, man, is, this is a blast. Uh, uh, to our listeners, scope out all the goodies we just talked about. Good yeah, thing, I'm on Instagram, yeah. um, JoeRestivoMusic.com. I've mm-hmm. got a Facebook page, which is Joe Restivo Music. And Check out the Muddy Pig. And we'll, we'll, have, we'll have your links to all your yeah, uh, endeavors pig, uh, uh, that we've talked about. Yeah, 
all that stuff. Thank you so much. Cool, man. man. Thanks for having me. That's fine. That was a lot of fun. That was Joe. We kept on having fun after we stopped rolling. We uh, we geeked out on gear and oh gosh, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, no, we, j- we figured we would spare the audience the gear geek out thing, like we our last <laughs> yeah, <laughs> episode you know, at Archie. I mean, Joe Joe has a uh, yeah, he's he's an artist, man. He he enjoys uh, good things, good artistic things. We were talking about film. I did a little deal gig with him not too uh, far long ago. Uh, big fan of the the Lighthouse black and white film that just came out. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, you know he's a music nerd, he's a film nerd. Uh, Got a great radio show. It, yeah, check WBL. out his radio show Tuesdays at one, I think. I think so. It's yeah. on there. Weevil. Weevil. The 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 bright shining light of independent radio. Yeah, the show's called the Jazz Messenger. Check it out. Hmm. Catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>